Frank Bello, John from MusicFrenzy.net. How are you, sir? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm doing fantastic. This is my second Anthrax interview. I interviewed Joey. Oh my God, probably. Well, it was during the uh, worship music touring. Uh, I think it was wow. just just after the European tour. Um, he sounded tired. <laughs> like like I think I think like the day before uh, he had just gotten home. So, um, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a long, long tour. It kept going on. It was uh, a good one. So that's all that. I can't believe it's been four years, you know, since Worship Music came out. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. Really? I covered Anthrax probably four or five times during that touring cycle. Um, I caught the Rock on a Range back on, in 2012. I caught two of the uh, the Testament shows. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it was just a phenomenal run. I mean, when you look back at the Worship Music album and the touring, uh, you know, the critics and the fans, you know, what, what are some of your thoughts on that? You know, and and a song like "The Devil You Know" is just—it's a classic Anthrax song already. And you know, I, I I don't see how you guys can play a set anymore, you know, without AIR and Indians and Bring the Noise and "The Devil You Know." I mean, it just—it's one of those songs that has to be played, you know. Well, the great thing is, you obviously have the knowledge, and thank you for that. But uh, it's—it's such a strange thing to try to get through. You know, pick a set list now without getting people mad at you and. And alienating anybody. You don't want to do that. You want to make everybody happy at the show. But after 30 some odd years of, of, of songs, what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if you play one song, some, some other person's not happy. If you play this song, well, you got this whole, this whole other crowd that's not happy. So uh, it's, that's the toughest thing right now. And look, and as we speak right now, you and I, we are, I just finished listening to, because um, we're going through the new record about just little edits and stuff like that. 
we have a whole new record coming out there. It, in my opinion, it's the best Anthrax record to date. I'm, I'm more excited about this thing than because this is yeah, it's so much energy in this in this record. Wow! I'm so excited, and I have of course you have to say that about your new record, but you're selling it. Yeah. I'm I'm getting off of the off of it right now. I'm like wow! I'm, just, I'm getting off the uh, computer just now. I'm just listening to it. I'm like my God. I'm so psyched, I can't wait to play them live, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just as a fan, I'm like, I'm a fan of this music. Like, holy shit, I can't wait to play the song, you know? I was going to say, I'll, you know, listen, I'll give you my email address. You just forward it to me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my opinion. They haven't mixed it yet. They haven't even mixed it. They're just about to get fixed. They're just editing right now. And uh, they just really, look, Truth and Matters were fine tuning. Cool. The great thing about being in this band, we have the time. Well, you know, and that's and that's impressive, Frank, because you know you guys have a, such a history. I mean, it, freaking Anthrax. I mean, you know, you guys are metal icons, and you know, just to hear, you know, how you're, you know, spending every little moment just to get every little thing in line, and you know, it, it, is there still, you know, pressure that the band puts on itself to put out something as good as you can do? Hey, dude, if, there's, if there's not that pressure, they don't belong in the game. That's the way I look at it. You shouldn't be writing songs. If you don't have, if it doesn't fucking get that fire in your stomach at this point in your life, then for me, I wouldn't want to do it. I have to, I have to feel that fire in the song and live it. I have to fucking live it. I hate personal it. But I get aggressive with this because that's what this music does. It, it's got to get that fire up in you. It, it's got to get it out of you somehow. And that's what this music does for me. It really does. Uh, and it's, it's complete energy, riffing. Uh, I, I'm just totally fucking psyched about going forward with this. It's like, let's do this. Let's, I mean, it's, it's been a while. I mean, we're going on tour. We're coming out of the studio. We're going on tour in a few weeks. Motorhead, and then we go to Europe uh, with uh, Slayer. Yeah. But uh, I'll be listening to this, even as it's mixed, it's, it's still, wow, it's nurturing it and making sure everything's right. <laughs> Why would you let out anything that's not 110? It's got to be 110, dude. What are we doing? Yeah. Really? I get you. You know, and, and you've mentioned energy about five times before. Um, I had seen a clip from the House of Blues show. Um, there's a clip online um, from July the 28th or whatever it was. Uh, and Chuck D came up on stage. And you guys played Bring the Noise. And yourself and Scotty, you know, he does his stomping around. And, I mean, yeah, talk about energy. I mean, you know, I was sweating just watching a freaking video clip. I mean, it was outrageous. That's the idea. You know, the great thing about it is Chuck is such a good friend of ours. And he's one of us. Like, he, he comes on stage. He's a member of Anthrax all of a sudden. He, 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 he constantly, and he's so gracious in all this stuff that he says, he, Chuck brings that to his group and brings that kind of energy. And it was, when Chuck came on that stage that night, it was a whole great different energy, wasn't it? Yeah. All that, it's like, wow. And he gave me a boost, too. But that was it. That was the last song. And it was at the end of the night, and I was like, Wow! It just came up this whole swell of energy. I loved it. That's unbelievable, man. I tell you, the uh, the worship music tour was captured on on DVD with the in Santiago, Chile, uh, the uh, Chilean Hell. And you know, I, I I know that John had only been with the band for a couple months before that show, right? Right. Yeah. 
love his work. I've interviewed him a couple times, and he's just a phenomenal guitarist, but after Rob left, you know, Anthrax probably could have gotten any lead guitar player that you wanted. I mean, how did John become part of the band? Yeah, Rob Cassiano actually helped us with John. Cool. And told, uh, gave, gave us his, uh, his name and stuff. We knew, we knew John, obviously, from Shadow Small. Right. But uh, it just worked out really easily and seamlessly, dude. He just he came in, hung out, jammed, all easy. No no thoughts, you know, no, it just organically happened, you know, we've been very lucky that way, we've been uh, very fortunate, you know, for the most part, Anthrax has always had great leads in their songs. Getting back to the touring schedule, uh, August 28th, uh, the 42 City Global Tour starts, and uh, locally here in the Philadelphia area, September 20th, you're playing up in Clark, New Jersey. At this, it's the first annual food truck and rock carnival. Um, everybody big's playing that festival. It's going to be have really you, cool. Have you been there? Have you been there before? Is it the first it's year? A, it's I, the, been, I don't know. So let me ask you a question, if you don't mind. Um, what is it like there when you hear all those things together? Is it, is it a crazy atmosphere? You know. I can't tell you, Frank, because it's the first one. <laughs> yeah, it's a. I'm expecting a crazy atmosphere. It's a three-day festival. I'm assuming it's going to be something sort of like Rock on the Range, you know. Um, but yeah. yeah, they have they have it's a, got like a carnival vibe to it. There's amazing bands playing. Um, yeah, all kind of. Uh, there's I think there's a, a comedian tent. There's uh, food trucks. There's uh, beer gardens. Uh, it's going to be a monster. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm going to catch that one, and then two days later, um, you guys are hitting Philly with freaking Motorhead. And, you know, in, in, in 2015, um, I have a son who's 15. He's getting into guitar. I just bought him an Ibanez not but a, about a month ago. Um, and he's, he's got the metal blood... I'll tell you what, he loves metal, and I so love that. But in 2015, you know, you got new Motorhead, you got new uh, um, Slayer, and Anthrax. I'm not sure if the album's coming out this year or next, but, you know, on the horizon. Yeah. I mean, it's so yeah. awesome that you guys are still doing this shit, and, like, my son can listen to that, you know? My thing is, hearing you as a dad, and I have a nine-year-old, believe you, who's trying to pass the torch, and he's loving music, and he's starting to start up with it now, which is great. And hearing that, you bought your son the guitar and passing the choice like that, because I long for that. I look forward to dads and, and people passing the choice, because there's not enough of a young young generation player thing I see going on. So I want to see young, play, young players, I want to see... The new, the new, the new guitar players, right? The new bass players, the new drummers. I want to see the next generation uh, of metal, you know? So they have to come from somewhere. So when I hear you passing the torch like that, it means a lot to me. It's great. Good for you, man. 
Yeah, I mean, I've been a metalhead forever. I've played guitar here and there, but, you know, it ju it's just so awesome that, you know, I, n I never thought that I'd be able to take my son, you know, to a, a, a Anthrax show or, or Slayer or Motorhead. It's, it's so awesome that, and I don't know if it's, you know, many genres can do that. I, th I think metal fans, you know, they just are so into their music that they just engage in it, you know? Uh, are we looking at a 2015 or 2016 release date, Frank? We are looking at, just because of about, by the time, you know, this whole record company to get us set it up and all that stuff, we're probably, I'm thinking January uh, of 2016 because it'll be locked and loaded, set up, and they call it set up, you know? Uh, that means promotion and all that stuff, how to make people all around the world know that it's coming out and all that stuff by the time all that happens. The set up. The mixing, the setup, all that stuff will be ready. The artwork to be ready to go and be ready to go out. So, when you guys were writing, how did the writing process go? Did John and Scott, you know, bring stuff to the table along with yourself and, and Joey, or you know, how'd yeah, that go? It, it, yeah, I mean, we write, we write as a band. I mean, uh, it just happens to be that way. It works out. You know, we, we get together. Charlie, Scott, and I have bang out a bunch of songs. Whoever comes up with stuff and. Uh, and it becomes songs, and then we uh, do the melodies, and then vocals on, and then lyrics on top. It's like a cake. You make, you know, you make a cake, and you, you make sure everything's right. Yeah. And that's, and I think we're, and now the final stage of all that is that I, I call it uh, fine tuning right now. That's what we're doing. Like the songs are done, they're uh, about to be mixed and stuff like that. And uh, it's, and I, it's so exciting right now just to listen to the. The record come come to life now, man. It's it's like, it's like wow. This the stuff we've been breaking our ass over all these you know this last couple of years, and now to hear it come to fruition, it's like wow. And I, it, then you just get you get completely psyched. You can't wait to play them live and and, and share them with everybody. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts. It's a heavy record. I'm psyched. Well, I mean, as an Anthrax fan, you know, I again, I was one of the ones that was in the camp of worship music was one of the best things that I've heard. So to hear you being so passionate and so excited for this next one, uh, January can't come fast enough for me, brother. <laughs> I mean, I, and I can't say that. Look, dude, if, you know what? If I wasn't this passionate about it, then I don't belong here, number one. Yeah. Number two, yeah, I couldn't say anything I don't feel because I was, I was ex as excited when I remember worship you know, was coming out. This has that, that total for me of ready to go. Wow. I just think we're in a good vein. We tapped a good vein. Uh, I, I think we know as songwriters where we are right now and who we are. So uh, I, and, and, and I think the fans see that. Uh, it's a nice combination. Cause remember, we're, still, we're just fans of this music. We're playing the band, you know. Yeah. These songs, because we're still fans of this stuff. And always will be. So I, I, I couldn't be more excited about the next, next uh, cycle coming up. 
Oh, that's awesome. I, I can't wait, and I, I can't wait to catch you guys September uh, 20th and uh, September 22nd here in, in Philadelphia. Frank, listen, man, I so appreciate your time. Uh, good luck with the touring, and uh, yeah, I'll uh, hopefully talk to you again come uh, January when the record comes out. You will, bro. Thank you so much, and, and thank you for the continued support. Sincerely. Yeah, anytime, Frank. Thank you. And take care of yourself and your kid, man. Very cool. Thank you, man. Bye-bye.